Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Show to talk about the Tampa Bay real estate market like we are every Sunday. I'm Andrew Duncan, joined by Mike Corrigan with Cross Country Mortgage. And uh, exciting times in Tampa Bay. Man, it's just been an incredible couple of years in Tampa Bay with the Bucks winning Super Bowl, the Lightning Stanley Cup, and now the Lightning are up. Game four is tomorrow, um, you know, and and the city's just a buzz. You know, it, it's there's really never been more exciting times for Tampa Bay with our winning sports teams, um, you know, and, and we've talked in at length about it. Um, but the other thing that I think that that I'm starting to sense now, um, you know, we've we've not seen a lot of uh, international movement in Tampa. So I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, especially as it relates to hockey um, in today's show. But 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 Mike, the, the lightning man, what exciting times to be a Tampa Bay sports fan. No doubt about it. It really has been exciting times and, and the city has been electric. It's been on fire. It's excitement everywhere. Seeing the signs all over buildings, not just in downtown, but all over Tampa Bay and flags flying and the excitement. And uh, you know, I've been down there a couple of the nights and it's just been absolutely electric. And it's uh, it's incredible to see the Water Street, you know, all the buildings going up downtown and everything that is happening that, that we've talked about before. But, yes, it's a truly exciting time. Uh, to be in Tampa Bay. Yeah, and if it's your first time listening, you're probably wondering, like, why am I listening to a real estate show and we're talking <laughs> about hockey? Um, right. Well, first off, we are the official real estate agents of Lightning, so we've had a, uh, you know, a very connected relationship with them for going on six years now um, as partners and, and just being integrated into the organization, getting to know the leadership, um, you know, getting involved with the real estate projects. Obviously, Mr. Vinick and, and everything that's happening with Water Street downtown is going to put a, you know, great big target on Tampa Bay, uh, you know, from a walkability standpoint, from a health perspective. There's just so many great things happening in, in downtown, and, and obviously, a lot of that is led by a winning hockey team. And so so Lightning uh, being up in the series and and looking like a potential back-to-back, I, I'm not a hockey aficionado. I'm a Lightning aficionado, aficionado. So I don't know when the last time somebody went back-to-back in the Stanley Cup final is, but but they've got a really good shot at it. And, you know, I'm, I'm wearing my Yanny Gord uh, signed Lightning hat today. You can see it. I, I don't remember which side it's on, but you can see my Yanny Gord signed hat today if you uh, check out some of our videos. And the cool thing about um, why I think so many people gravitate towards the Lightning, I'll, I'll give you guys a quick story. Um, we've obviously had the pleasure of helping some of them with their real estate needs and answering questions and seeing them at different events. And actually ran into Yanny Gord at the Chick-fil-A on Gandhi um, and found out that Yanny is in there like all the time. And he's like the nicest guy. Um, but when you watch him on the ice, he's not the nicest guy. Right, like, I yeah. love that guy. Like he is just, man, he's a bulldog. He's, he's, a, he's, he's not the biggest guy, but man, he is just unafraid. He'll, he'll go up against the biggest guy. And I think that's what Tampa has kind of had a chip on his shoulder for a long time. You know, we've, we've been this kind of under, um, under spoken about city that doesn't get a lot of love and, and, um, you know, people that think about Florida have always thought about Disney and, and Miami and, and now our sports teams are putting this huge target and we've kind of, you know, Tampa's had a little chip on its shoulder. And I think Yanni kind of represents that for the lightning as, you know, kind of, you know what, you're not going to push us around. We're going to, we're going to keep doing great things. Um, you know, but, but real estate, as it relates to the lightning, obviously some of the development that's happening downtown, uh, so much spins off of winning sports teams. You know, if you think about some of the most iconic sports franchises, the real estate around those arenas, um, in, in some instances, are some of the most valuable in the country. Um, and and so it's just incredible time to be, um, you know, a Tampa Bay Lightning fan and a, and a Tampa resident, um, with the exception of the Red Tide. You know, like 
we could probably do without that. Right. <laughs> so that we can miss that for a little bit. Like I hope hopefully that passes over. But um, whenever there's a lot of excitement, there's also danger when you live in Florida. And while we've got winning sports teams and uh, a great economic environment, we've recovered from COVID. Um, you know, you have all these incredible things going on. At the same time, you also have uh, lurking in the shadows uh, hurricane season and and the havoc that kind of comes into play when hurricane season shows up, not just for regular, you know, everyday life, uh, but for real estate too, Mike. Like, you know, like it, it, it really is a big problem when, um, you know, real estate season or hurricane season shows up for real estate, how much havoc it wreaks on things. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with insurance is, is the first thing that comes to mind. You know, insurance companies will stop binding insurance sometimes several days early. And, you know, once they decide to pull the plug, if your insurance isn't, you know, isn't bound, if the policy isn't put into place, it just it can delay closing. It can push everything back and there's nothing to do with it. And, and um, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. It just kind of throws some delays and wrenches in there. And then once it's over and it passes, then there's the unwinding of all of that. Right. There, everything that's kind of backed up. So it certainly can wreak havoc. Um, outside of just the obvious, if, you know, God forbid there's, there's a dangerous storm, um, you know, that is out there. So it really does wreak havoc into, into the, you know, the day-to-day interactions. Yeah. And let's hope, let's really hope that, um, you know, this, this storm that's out there right now just misses us, doesn't cause any problems. But, but if you're a consumer listening to this right now, and again, you can go to, you know, we, we've talked about our insurance agency partnership for a long time with, we insure, um, you know, we insure tampabay.com. Um, or no, excuse me, we insure the bay.com, which is we insure Tampa Bay, we insure the bay.com. Um, m- make sure you go check it out. Um, b- simply to get a quote for flood insurance. A lot of people are underinsured. Yes. They, they don't have flood insurance. A hurricane comes through and hopefully this wakes some people up, but a hurricane comes through and you know what? It, it, it can, it can wreak havoc on your life and, and it can destroy a real estate sale. Um, people don't, aren't prepared for it. They don't bind their insurance in time. And then consumers that don't have flood insurance wait until it's too late. They wait until, you know, we've talked, Mike, how many times have we talked and told people, Hey, go to, we insure the bay.com. Yep. How many times have we talked and said, um, you know, make sure you get your flood quote, make sure you get this set up because when the storms start showing up, it becomes a lot harder to do. Right. Absolutely. And just because you may not fall into a FEMA flood zone based on the flood maps and everything else does not mean your house will not flood. And I think that sometimes people get that confused. They say, oh, well, I'm not in a flood zone, so I'm okay. Or I'm not on the water. I'm okay. It's not always the case. And if a storm does come through and dumps a whole bunch of rain and you do have flooding, you know, your typical homeowner's insurance policy isn't going to cover that. And um, so it's, you know, even if you aren't in a flood zone, um, it's highly suggested for, for a small amount of money, you can make sure you're protected um, against flooding. Yeah. And, 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 and again, people will not pay attention to it until these storms start coming or until we still, we start getting, you know, you know, high winds. And, and, and so what I can tell you is, um, you know, the, the reality is that, you may have waited until it's too late, maybe not. But if the storm passes, and look, you can't call up and get flood insurance right now. It just, you, you know, you're you're not going to call up and get flood insurance and deal with, um, you know, carriers just they stop writing whenever there's a chance of a storm. So you're 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 in you're in this position now where you kind of got to ride it out through this storm. Um, but if you're if you're a buyer or seller, 
of real estate, you know, bind your insurance early. If you're a real estate agent, tell your clients, bind your insurance early. Don't get stuck where a storm shows up and it, and it delays your closing or, or potentially causes your closing not to happen um, because you didn't take the proper steps. But, but consumers right now should really be looking at whether or not they have it, what kind of coverage they have, um, and, and certainly start preparing for hurricane season. I, I'm certain that uh, you know, Generac, for example, who put a great generator in my house. Um, you know, that was a free pub, by the way. Maybe I should yeah. send him a bill for that. You know, um, but but no, <laughs> like you you've got all these companies that 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 are that basically benefit greatly from hurricane season in terms of preparing you. So don't wait until it's too late to go out and buy extra supplies to go get that generator to go buy boards for your windows. All these things really matter, and, and now is the time that you know, you may be a little late, but you definitely need to start doing it now if you haven't already. Yes, absolutely. So again, flood insurance, huge. If you're not required to have it by your lender or you paid a home free and clear, it's a small investment uh, into your peace of mind and ensure you can check that out again at weinsurethebay.com. Get your flood insurance quote. Don't wait till it's too late. Um, and, and again, you can't. You're not going to get it right now. Like the storm is out there and the, it's out there now. It's named. So they they typically aren't going to um, they're not going to write new policies. Right, Mike, when that happens, it's 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 off limits. Yeah. I mean, once it gets within striking range, yeah, they're going to it's going to be off limits. And they're going to wait till it passes and see what happens and, and, you know, go from there. And then it'll slowly open back up, you know, in the coming days. Um, you know, depending on what happens with the storm. And again, hopefully it misses us and it moves on and then it opens back up and we can get back to to people. So, you know, if you miss it this time around, if you haven't uh, listened to us before and heard us say it or you or you listen to us, and you said, ah, later. Um, now is the time. I feel like we say this, uh, you know, multiple times throughout the year, but now is the time to go out and take a look at it. It's it's just for your own peace of mind um, for a relatively small investment. Um, it, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I was thinking about this the other day because this is obviously storm season, too. You know, more lightning, more thunder. Right. And boy, isn't it cool? The lightning play. I mean, it's like symbology the way I look at it. It's like you're driving around Tampa Bay and you see like we're the, one of the lightning strike capitals of the world. And right. you see all these lightning and thunder. And then we have this amazing hockey team that's that's just, you know, incredibly united a city and uh, got us all uh, kind of supporting and, and rooting for them. So we are going to do a cool giveaway. Look, if you don't follow us on social media, please make sure that you do. We are basically at the Duncan Duo uh, on every single social channel. Um, we've got some really cool giveaways. If you're a Lightning fan, um, you know we're going to, um, you know we're going to show you guys some some signed stuff. We're going to give away some stuff. So so if you are you know rooting for the Lightning, you know right now, make sure you're paying attention to all of our socials. Again, that is at the Duncan Duo. We just gave away. Um, we've given away a signed um, Bassey jersey. You know, so, I mean, we've just given away some stuff. So if you're not following us, you missed out. Um, make sure you're following us to, to, to stay up to date on all the cool giveaways that we've got going on, um, you know, with, uh, you know, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Again, that's at the Duncan Duo. Um, one other thing before we jump to the break, if you're thinking about selling your home, man, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who have got into real estate business the last few years. And, and man, I can't tell you how often we get people that are calling us to say, hey, I need your help because I tried to hire my friend who just got her license or my you know, cousin or my uncle or my friend who just got their license. And I tried to call them because I wanted to save some money to sell my house. And you, you know, if you're out there in this position and this has happened to you, please call. You were experts at repurposing, remarketing a house that's, that's failed to sell. Um, but, but so often 
Um, you know, there's still homes out there not selling, but, you know, but there's also a big gap with homes that are selling for less money than they could have because they had an agent that didn't know how to navigate a multiple bidding war type market that didn't know how to, you know, stage it, that didn't know how to time it the right way. They didn't know what day of the week to put it on the market to get the maximum exposure to get you the most money possible. So today, obviously we talk about how we'll guarantee a home sold or we'll give you an instant cash offer, but there's just as many people that we help by maximizing, getting them the most money possible. So if that's something you're interested, make sure to reach out to us again, the duncanduo.com or any of our social channels. So we're going to be back continuing this conversation about the Tampa Bay real estate market uh, after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. And look, a lot of times we talk about real estate and sometimes we talk about things going on in Tampa Bay or things that can help your financial life. Look, the, there's no secret that, that some things have gotten more expensive, including real estate. Um, and, and so we're, we're always looking for ways to help people be more financially responsible so that they can afford their mortgage so that they can go out and buy a house. And Mike, there's some cool stuff going on right now that we have with freedom week and some of the benefits of a sales tax holiday for people, um, things they can buy right now, um, that will save them some money. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, uh, for you, like you said, it's freedom week. It started back on the first and it'll run through Wednesday, the seventh. Um, but it'll, it's a sales tax holiday, so you don't have to pay taxes it's similar to when storm season comes or back to school. But um, on anything from fishing supplies to camping supplies, general outdoor supplies, um, admissions, you know, to, you know, muse museums, uh, amusement parks. If you buy tickets off Ticketmaster, go see a, a Rays game or a Lightning game, sports equipment, boating and water activity. And it's, it, of course, it has certain limits that, that go across there. But, you know, one of the things I say, you know, you have to pay taxes on the first $300 of a paddleboard or a surfboard if you were to go out and buy one of those, just as an example um, to get there. And, and so just really gives a chance. I think it was the idea was to, you know, Florida has been open. We're back open. The pandemic hopefully is permanently in our rearview mirror and it'll keep getting farther away and um, gives everybody some, you know, additional incentive to get out and about. Um, enjoy our wonderful weather and things there are to do in Florida. And so I thought it was a really nice touch. And, you know, so if you've been thinking about it, getting some of those things or buying those things, you have a trip, uh, you know, planned later in the summer or into the fall, you know, this uh, this week, the next couple of days might be uh, the time to go out and do that so you can uh, save some money on the sales tax. Yeah. And especially like, you know, more expensive items that you buy, you yeah. know, that, that there's a lot of people I think that will be out. I think it's a, it's a boon for our economy, man. We've, we've just got, we've, we've obviously been through a lot of obstacles the last few years with, um, you know, with COVID and, and different things. So, so if there's a way we can help you save money, uh, you know, help you be more financially responsible, um, obviously as it relates to real estate, it's one, it's one reason why we advocate for home ownership because we think it's a better financial decision. So right. similarly, um, you know, we, we, um, you know, we think it's a great idea and, and Mike, you know, that that's super cool that you guys do that. We get, in fact, we'll, we'll find a way to post that link up on our socials. Um, so Mike, if you could send that to me, um, and we'll post it up on our socials and you guys can post it up on the cross country mortgage, um, yeah, you know, socials sure. as well, just for people that are, that are paying attention and, and thinking about, you know, Hey, how can I save money? Or they've recently bought a home or they're thinking about buying a home or they're renovating a home. And some of those things, look, we've talked about supply shortages and how things are getting more expensive. Um, you know, so this could be a way for you to save, you know, a few hundred uh, bucks or more. 
Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's really a good thing, and it's a great chance to do it. And again, a lot of people are going to be doing these things anyways. These things were on your agenda, whatnot, and it maybe gives you some, you know, incentives to do it. Go buy your concert tickets. Concerts are coming back. I'm starting to see advertisements everywhere. You could buy them now. You can save the money on the taxes, um, and, it, and it's a great thing. So I, you know, it's a, it's an exciting time. You know, in Tampa Bay for all the reasons we talked about, right? Other than the storm, the lightning coming out, you know, things to go out. The holidays are here. It's July 4th. I mean, it's uh, it's a great time to be in Tampa Bay. Well, and I have to tell you, it's it's not just that, but man, but 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 you know, kind of goes back to freedom. And and I'm I'm right. not going to go political here. Uh, I'm going to do my best not to go too political here. But but you know, I was just in Los Angeles, and you know, we're obviously approaching Fourth of July, and you know, I, I think something that Floridians can appreciate is, you know, obviously we're celebrating, you know, our 4th of July and our independence and freedom. I think a lot of people right now, uh, you know, maybe over the last year have kind of taken some things for granted. Um, so one thing I would tell you not to take for granted as it relates to Tampa Bay is how how um, open we are and kind of quote unquote free we are compared to other parts of the country. Having spent some time in LA was, was kind of blown away at the comparisons to uh, things that you have to do in LA that you're not required to do um, you know, in Florida. So if you haven't gone out and seen other parts of the country during COVID, just know I have, and I can tell you, we live in the best state in the country. Uh, th- we really do. Like I, I couldn't be happier to live here. If you combine everything out with the economics of it, uh, home prices, uh, our climate, um, you know, and, and so many of the ways that Florida navigated successfully through COVID, um, you know, I just I generally believe that as I visited some of these other places, it makes me not want to take for granted where we get to live every day. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, um, our you know, our government did make they made choices in Florida right for us and, and stood behind them and were firm and resolved in the way they did it. And, you know, it worked. It worked for us and it worked right. And I think because of that. Um, we've shown the rest of the country, right? Like how, how great it is to be in Florida and how we're making the right decisions and the right moves. And it's uh, just another kind of feather in the proverbial cap of of one of the great reasons that uh, Florida is a great place to live. Yeah, no doubt about it. So we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to keep talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market after a break, but make sure you follow us on all of our socials. If you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, we've got some cool signed memorabilia from some of your favorite Lightning players. And uh, make sure you follow us on all of our socials at the Duncan Duo for a chance to win. And we'll be back after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Andrew Duncan with the Duncan Duo, joined by Mike Corrigan with Cross Country Mortgage. So, Mike, it's interesting because when the market gets really hot, it becomes less um, important for sellers to take care of things, to repair things, to um, have their house looking in tip-top condition. Here's one thing, though, that is still a pet peeve of mine that I see a lot of people making a mistake about. Um, I came across a listing through some stuff I'm, you know, through some stuff I do in the car scene, uh, somebody that actually has a house for sale. And I was absolutely amazed how cluttered and dirty the house was in the photo like dirty clothes on the ground luggage on the bed half painted walls and rooms um you know just just i, I mean i was absolutely baffled this is an eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar house in another part of the country so this is not local and so it kind of made me take a step back because i thought to myself look there are a lot of people that think they don't have to do these things and you're right that the house will probably still sell but the question is um, will it sell for as much money 
or will you get lowballed in inspections because they think you're not taking care of things? Right. Um, it, it's still super important to put your best foot forward. Um, and at a minimum, if you're not going to make repairs or improvements to the house, man, you've got to declutter and have the house looking at least nice and presentable and clean. Almost think of it like if you were having a dinner party that night, you know, what would you want your house to look like? Correct. Um, and, and so, so many people make that mistake. And Mike, I'm sure you see some of the real estate photos all the time where houses all look the time. like a train wreck. All the time. And we talk to people on when they're getting an appraisal done, if it's a refinance, it's going to be their own home or anything else. But it is, I mean, while technically, you know, dirty clothes on the floor shouldn't affect value um, one way or it's the other. Perception. perception does become reality. And, you know, everybody's heard that line, but that, that's real because like you said it, you know, does that mean that they don't take care of the rest of the house if you can't even pick up for a photo when you're going to sell your home? pick up the stuff that's on the ground or declutter, move things out of the way and everything else. And so, you know, the sentiment can be to go to a lower value or something else and not get you the outcome that you want. So taking that extra time to tidy up, keep things clean. Again, you don't have to fix everything in the house, especially nowadays, but yeah, making sure you do have things tidy and neat um, can be in there. It, you know, it, it does make a difference. I, you know, I mean, I wish I could tell you it doesn't, right? But it does. And perception is reality. And, you know, you should take the time and the effort to to put your kind of your best foot forward. Like you said, if you're having a dinner party, you know, you're inviting people into your house. That's really what you're doing when you're allowing for pictures to do it. You're inviting people into your house. What would you want it to look like? So let's let's talk about that for a second, because I want people to understand you, you don't have to spend a bunch of money to have your house looking its right. best. It's simply maybe you if look, if you're not a clean person, maybe you're a bachelor. You know, or maybe you're a single lady and you just like to leave stuff everywhere. You know, like it's not just bachelors. Women are messy, too. Now, come on. You know, we're, we got to keep we got to keep it fair today. So, you know, the, the reality is that, um, you know, if you're putting your house on the market, man, you got to think of it like, like almost like, you know, you're a marketer now. You're marketing this this, you know, experience for people. So even if you're not going to make repairs, even if you're not going to change the stuff that's in there, you've got to pick up after yourself. You get you can't have photos that show a bunch of clutter. You can't have photos that show trash on the ground or, um, you know, half painted walls. The funny part is, is you saw in another photo that the room had three fully painted walls and one half painted wall. I don't know. Maybe you paint the whole wall or maybe you just don't show the half painted wall in the photo. I'm not sure. I don't understand the logic. But the reality is, is that you want to put your best foot forward. And if you're hiring a real estate agent, they're going to tell you the honest truth. A good real estate agent is going to tell you the honest truth about what needs to happen to your house to get it to make you the most money and the most painless home sale. Now, people don't always listen. Like we, we've had plenty of circumstances where we, we put homes on the market where the client didn't listen and we've got to kind of regroup and explain to them all these things that they need to do. But the reality is the most basic thing is it's, the house has got to be picked up and decluttering is a big part of that. So I always tell people, you know, if you hire, if you hire us to sell your house, we're going to sell it. So why don't you just start moving now? You know, get, get put some of your junk wherever you can hide it. Don't have it out in the photos, put it into closets and look, as much as I'm a garage fanatic, uh, personally, um, I think if, if you don't follow us on social, you probably have figured out I'm a car guy. So I, I want a clean garage. But if there's a place where your stuff can go that isn't going to distract someone in a home sale, it's the garage. Take all your junk and get it in the garage. People want to see the garage. Like, again, car junkies are going to care about the garage. Most people aren't. They're just right. going to care about how big it is. Um, so get your stuff into the garage. Get it into storage. Get it into closets. Get it under beds. You know, get get it wherever you can get it that's not like glaring in the photos. Um, an, another big thing from the decluttering perspective is those personal items. Um, 
you know, Mike, you, you, you can't walk into a house. People don't realize how emotional oh, yeah. buying a home is. It's a huge emotional step. There's this, this step where people, you know, kind of bond with a house, you know? Um, I kind of relate it to like, you know, when you, you go out on a first date and you have a feeling, right? Like you, you, you get like this excitement or, or, you know, you get that in a house. You don't get that if the house is so clearly branded to the person living in it, meaning that you shouldn't have, you know, uh, a life size portrait of yourself. (laughs) Um, you know, you, you should probably take your kids, uh, pageant photos that cover an entire wall. You should probably take those down. You know, anything that is so polarizing that's you probably shouldn't be there if you want your house to be emotionally accepted by people that are looking to find a home. They're not just buying four walls. They're buying an experience. So you have to look at your house and say, what is in my home that would make someone feel like it couldn't be theirs? And you have to get rid of those things. Yeah, for sure. And especially, too, and again, not to make it political in that but, you know, if you had a Trump flag or a Biden flag in your yeah, house, those gotta no come down. which side, yeah. you, you know, we were pretty much 50 50. You're going to you're going to alienate potentially people. half of yeah. the people. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, polarizing things, even sports teams sometimes, man. Like right. I've told people they got like the Florida Gator room, uh, you yes. know, like I've told them, I'm like, look, I don't know if that's a good idea. The other problem that you have is when you have like really cool stuff and you're selling your house, you're selling the house, not the stuff. Right. If your stuff has them paying more attention to it than the house, guess what? You're making a mistake. You know, you're, you're having, you're distracting them from paying attention to the house. So anything like that, that's, that's got some sort of extra cool factor, you know, it's great to have out for a dinner party or when you have some friends over for 4th of July and you have like a conversation piece. Um, but, but it isn't for when you're selling your house, those things need to be hidden and taken away. The, the other reason why they need to be hidden and taken away is because the consumer, the buyer might want them. You might lose a home sale over them wanting your signed uh, Derek Jeter World Series jersey. You know, like, and, and so that's just, those are the conversations we have with people a lot. We want to prevent issues in the home sale. We want to get you the most amount of money. Um, and we want you to showcase the property as best it can. And some of those things can distract people. Um, like if you have, um, you know, an incredible NASCAR collection, probably something you need to put away because people are going to pay attention to that. You know, if you've got some sort of really cool, amazing collection that maybe the buyer really likes, then guess what? They're paying attention to your stuff and not the house. Yep. So and, yeah, other items you- that, uh, that I see too, uh, religious items, right? Yeah. Again, by all means, when it's your house, do what you want with it and everything else. But when you're trying to sell it, you know, if you have religious items that show whatever your religious affiliation may be, you know, that may offend some people, um, you know, one way or the other. And and so, again, you know, just taking those things and just, you know, putting them away or setting them aside while yeah. the pictures would be taken. You're showing and the look, house. I, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a Christian. You know, I right. go to Radiant so. Church on Del Mabry in South Tampa. Um, I love my church. But at the same time, if I'm selling a house. I don't necessarily want, I don't need people to know that. And again, look, when we're telling you this, we're telling it to you for, to give you the best advice to profit and provide you the best opportunity to get your home sold. It's still your choice. Look, if you're super proud of that and you don't want to put it down because it means that much to you, just know it could cost you something in exchange. And, And if you're okay with that, then so be it. We at least did our job of explaining to you the pros and cons of, um, you know, having 
something like that that could offend somebody, um, you know, in your home, you know, and, and again, obviously this last year with COVID, there's so many polarizing things right. that happen politically. You just have to be conscientious that if, if you're selling your home, think like, think like going into a model home, go to a new construction model home and walk through, but Hey, make sure if you register, you give them my name. <laughs> because uh, if you end up buying it because you love it so much, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, just go ahead and go ahead and let me have that sale. So no, but, but if you go to a new construction community and you see the models, that's what you, they, they've spent, look, some of these builders are, they're publicly traded companies. They're worth billions of dollars. They've spent millions of dollars researching what consumers want to see and what they don't want to see. And so when you walk through their models, there's ample research to say why they have set up the model that way. Do your best to emulate that as best you can in your resale property. And again, you're, you may have an older home. You may have a home that, it, it, you know, you can't do some of the things that a new model does. But but do your best. You know, emulate it. Make it neutral. Get rid of your NASCAR, your doll collection. Um, I've seen some of those photos where people <laughs> have, like, a bunch of dolls in a room. Right. And it's I feel like I'm on the grudge. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're just, it's creepy, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just look at the photos. It's creepy, man. You know, so, so the – but – those things are valuable to you um, also. And, and, and so like a chandelier, for example, that is passed down to you through generations, man, take the chandelier down. I cannot tell you how many times people have gotten heated and emotional over things that are family heirlooms because the seller didn't, didn't remove it before the house went on the market. And then the buyer wants it and the buyer's attached to it. And then you're losing a sale on your you know, most important valuable asset simply because there's something that they can see that you didn't want them to be able to have. So hide those things, take them down, declutter the house, get rid of your NASCAR collection. You know, I don't mean get rid of it. I mean, get it out of the house, you know, yep. hide it in the garage. Um, and, and, and again, if your house is decluttered, if it's clean, you can, you can today because the market's so hot bypass some of the typical improvements or repairs you might have to make. But I think, and, and, and can you not do some of these things that we've told you? Yes, but it may cost you time or money. Um, it, it may very well, uh, go down that path. So, so again, you're listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. When we aren't on air, follow us on all of our socials at the Duncan Duo, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Pretty easy to find. TheDuncanDuo.com. If you're thinking about selling your home and you want to get top dollar uh, within 14 days, go to TheDuncanDuo.com. We'll be back continuing our conversation about the Tampa Bay real estate market after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. And look, Pandemic travel has picked back up. Um, you know, people uh, for for the longest time, people were staying home. Uh, they weren't buying vacation properties, or they were simply moving to more open areas. Um, but what's happening now is, you know, you know, I, I teased this a little bit before in the first segment of the show when we were talking about hockey. Uh, not just locally having travel boost back up again, but we're starting to get international travel again. We're starting to get international buyers for real estate again. We're having people buy in Florida from other parts of the country that haven't been able to travel here in a long time. Um, and, and I think that's coming back. We're going to see more and more of people from other parts of the country, uh, you know, th that have been, you know, forces in Tampa Bay for a long time, Canada, um, you know, they, Canada needs some freedom. So they want to mm -hmm. come down to Florida. Um, you know, but, but there, there's a lot of places where, um, you know, there, there are people gravitating to Florida. And so, well, with that travel comes a boost in demand for vacation rentals. And while there were some cities mentioned in, in a recent article, um, it, it isn't, you know, the Tampa wasn't mentioned, but it's definitely a big deal here. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, what, what's happened, a lot of people are rethinking their travel, maybe not wanting to stay in a hotel, but stay in more of a, a vacation rental or a home or an apartment or that sort of thing, rather than just in a hotel room to have some more space and everything else. And so I, I we've definitely seen, definitely seen the demand pick up and Airbnbs and vacation type rentals all along the beaches here in Tampa Bay that goes into there with all the condos where, you know, sometimes the summer would be a slower season. They're all rented out and being through there. And I think that's because people want some more space as they do travel post pandemic. Yeah. And, and I also think that, um, you know, sometimes Airbnbs and especially luxury vacation rentals are more expensive than hotels. And right. you've had a lot of people cooped up in their house and now they're going to splurge a little bit. They're going right. to say, you know what, let's go rent the house on the beach. Let's go yep. rent the let's go rent the mansion in South Tampa. You know, let let's go rent the penthouse unit. And because they've 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 spent a year plus, you know, maybe they budgeted for travel and they spent none of it, you know, or and, and they're just ready to travel again. So I think that um it's an important market for buyers to think about, investors to think about. It can be challenging. And man, it's a it's a it's a real challenge here because you've got all these different towns and areas that have different rules and HOAs and condo communities. It's a moving target in terms of where you should buy a Airbnb if you're if you're looking at an investment. But but there's no question that um, it, it's going to be a target market in Florida for investors for a long time because of the demand that's going to be so much higher as people have been stuck at home in smaller spaces and now they're getting out and saying, you know what? I'm going to skip the condo. I'm going to skip the, not the condo. I'm going to skip the hotel. Number one, right. maybe they are concerned about COVID. You know, look, you're in a hotel, you're in closer spaces. You're running into people in the elevator, you know, at a vacation rental, you've got more space. You've got a private entryway. Um, and, and it's a little bit more of a splurge. So I, I think there's a lot of things contributing to that. Um, you know, obviously consumer sentiment, obviously, you know, potential concerns that people may have about travel with COVID and being around, you know, fewer and fewer people. Um, you know, but also, um, you know, just just the spotlight that's on some of these areas that have become attractive for people to move to, to get out of the city, to to have a little slower period of time, to, um, you know, to experience a different area that's um, maybe th handled COVID a little bit differently. Yep, and I, you hit on it, and I think it's important to kind of reemphasize: if you are looking to buy a property in one of these areas for those purposes, make sure you do your due diligence and are working with um, an experienced real estate agent to know what the rules are, whether there's an HOA or the city rules or whatnot, because. You know, all these different municipalities do have different sets of rules and you can be, you know, if you don't know them up front, you can end up buying something and realize what you plan to do with it, you can't do. Um, and so it's important to make sure you do that up front because they're not all the same. Same thing goes on insurance and mortgage, right? Uh, yeah. People think that they may just have the same mortgage or same insurance on a vacation rental that they have on another property and, and it's different. So you, again, we insure the Bay. If you're thinking about, you know, look, something from an insurance perspective, if you have questions or you're thinking about buying an Airbnb and you want to know how you uh, insure it. And then Mike, obviously you can speak, we've got a couple minutes left. You can speak to what the variations are for if someone wants to finance buying a vacation rental property. Yeah. And so while it is similar to buying a primary residence, there is a little bit more. You have to put at least 10 percent down for for a second home in most scenarios. Um, but you don't have to put 20 or 30 percent down. And a lot of people still believe that you can do it as little as 10 percent down. And, and, you know, a lot of people ask us all the time. They say, well, 
you know, look, we're going to stay there and we're going to come in vacation, but we would like to rent it out for a month or two. And you can do that. That's allowed. As long as you don't plan to make it primarily an investment property, it still can be considered a, a um, you know, a vacation rental. And, you know, if you're local here in Tampa Bay and thinking about buying something out in the beaches or more of a resort area or, you know, out in Homosassa or wherever else you, you may be going around to being able to look at, there is no technically no distance requirement on buying a vacation rental. I get those questions all the time. You could live in, you know, Clearwater proper in the city and being there and buy a condo three miles away on the beach. And that can be your, even though it's only three miles away, that can be your vacation home because that's where you go for the weekends and so on and so forth. So um, those are a lot of the questions that come up and, and always reach out to us. Feel free to give us a call, um, you know, and we'd be happy to answer any questions. Mike, before we jump in the show, best phone number for you guys. Someone's got a mortgage related question or need about this or anything. Yeah, you can reach out to me at 813-377-2743. Again, 813-377-2743. Or you can go to Cross Country Tampa, all one word, crosscountrytampa.com. Cool. Awesome. And you know what? Let's go Bolts. Let's keep winning. Let's keep Tampa Bay winning and have an awesome 4th of July. Enjoy your freedom. Thanks so much for tuning in, Tampa Bay.